Here, Margaret, I fancy a bit of poetry. Have you got any Edward Lee, eh? I'll recite some now for ye. The owl and the pussycat went to sea in a beautiful pea-green boat. They took some honey and plenty of money wrapped up in a five-pound note. The owl looked up to the stars above and sang to a small guitar. Oh, l- you can't say that on the radio. It's okay. It's a podcast. It's the Stu Simpson Show. Welcome back. We're on episode five, but week four of Draws Off. This week we get to meet Amanda, Glenn, Husner, David, and we're missing somebody. Oh, wait, that's me. Yes, I'm on the show as well. Hurrah. It was really good fun. And enough of my blathering. He has me blathering a little bit more and talking to some what I think are the nicest people I've ever met in my life. And I hope that we're going to be friends forever. He has what we all had to chat about. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Stu Simpson Show. How are you all doing? Hello. Oh, good. Yeah. Great, we go, have you, a cacophony of everybody. We haven't got Glenn yet, but it's because um, we've normally got another four artists on this. And today I was like going, uh, we're missing somebody. Uh, oh, that's me. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dave, how have you, is it David or Dave? I've always, I want to call you Dave, but I always want to call every single David that I meet Dave. And I got, used to get t- told off for that. Either one, mate, but uh, most people call me Dave. So stick with that. Groovy. And Amanda, how have you been? Yeah, all good. Thank you. Yeah. A little bit nervous. Yeah. Obviously, with the show approaching, but um, yeah. Husna, how have you been? I'm good. I can't complain. I mean, life's been a roller coaster, but I'm riding it. Uh, just like Ronnie Keaton says, it. it's always a roller coaster. <laughs> uh, and we're missing Glenn. He might turn up at some point. Glenn is the apparently the Hugh Jackman lookalike, or as I like to call him, the Poundland Hugh Jackman. <laughs> he, he, he might turn up at some point, uh, but if he doesn't, then we will talk about Glenn, and he won't be able to defend himself because he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did everybody find the experience? Did you did you enjoy doing the show? Because I'll start with you. I really, really enjoyed it. Like I, I specifically remember after the experience, like buzzing and feeling excited and just ready for the world. Like it lifted me up. I generally just loved it. I loved most moments of it. <laughs> You're 28 years old from London you're a henna artist and a world yeah. traveler so uh, <laughs> d- did your work as a henna artist take a big role in your your when your time and draws off not as much as I would have expected I think if I had a long time for each artwork my henna kind of patterns and design work would have come in but for the most part I was just trying to get what I see in front of me onto the canvas <laughs> so I didn't quite get into my detailed design work still fun to have a flair I guess to have a style Amanda you very new to this yeah I love your surname Volanti yeah Volanti Volanti Amanda Volanti Uh, 52 turning 53 on the 25th of March and we were going to bring cake and I forgot to bring cake (laughs) sorry so a big happy birthday to Amanda um, for the 25th happy birthday Amanda and uh, I believe Dave is going to be a couple of days after that as well so big yeah, happy birthday. April, okay, not too far off then. So yeah. what star signs are you both? Aries. This is my second lockdown birthday. Oh, yeah, well, I'm then. an Aries too. I didn't yeah. realise there were so many Aries in our little group. Wow, I wonder what, I wonder what Glenn is. Uh, well, I'm, I'm Cancerian. <laughs> so um, Amanda, you're quite new to, to drawing and painting. I love your backstory, but you can tell us a little bit now about why you started painting and drawing. As I, I, it was really moving to me. Okay, so basically I had a, a brain hemorrhage in December 2019. 
I was then out of work and as part of my recuperation I took up art from my bed basically so I done a painting of a highland cow so literally put it up on Facebook and obviously my friends and family were like going oh that's really good and then and I think with the with their comments they were kind of like encouraging me more so then I felt that I just wanted to experiment more with acrylics because I'd never used it before so yeah it's all all new I actually do really enjoy it after filming I've not really picked up my paintbrush since and I'm not entirely sure exactly why it's like I feel like I've got the motivation to do it and then a couple of seconds later it's like I'll do it in a minute but that minute never comes so I can't like getting a little bit frustrated with myself about that though to be fair it's something that I just like to you know be at home listen to music as um and sitting down is another thing as well you know you're very busy with your job aren't you yeah totally I work daft hours uh, unsociable hours it can be long hours but I love my job I'm passionate about my job uh, I'm a people person through and through do you know what I mean yeah very busy lady very busy lady I just need to try like make a little bit more time out to do a little bit more art what I think's fantastic about this the show is that it's it's showing people that everybody can paint everybody has that ability within them just to pick up a paintbrush and it's really and I've seen online that it's inspiring everyday folk to have give a go because it brings so much goodness to your mental health and to exactly. your, it just allows you to be you and that's what I just loved about your story and it helped you recover I feel. That's what I've found I mean I've got my eldest daughter's suffering with her mental health and she's been you know expressing herself by art and she's literally just blown me away with the quality of her work along with the meaning behind her pieces of work as well you know I think art really can help anyone in regardless of what situation or what skill you're at whether you're complete novice and you've never done any form of art since school like I had really um to you know be more um experienced at it it's just all in different levels and every day is like a learning day isn't it and the more that you do it the better you get at it as well consistency is a main thing and like, you know, everyone's going to have their own style. Not It's not, you know, what you do is not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Art comes in different shapes and forms, doesn't it? You know, I can look at my work and I can literally laugh at myself, you know, and I'll, I'll be, you know, I can criticise my own work and I'm comfortable about that. So, like, regarding the mental health, obviously I had my medical condition. I mean, I've still got three aneurysms in my brain. <laughs> You feel like you're a constant ticking time bomb, but you just don't think about it. You know, it can happen to anyone at any time. You know, literally just embrace the day. That's 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 my philosophy, really. And it seems that adversity comes in many forms and people can use that. I mean, Dave, uh, there's a big reveal in the programme at, at some point, like literally, when you get your drawers off, there is a big reveal. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody who's listening, but it is quite a... A shocker so you've had your own sort of your own journey and your own adversity do you think that in some way for you that also played into why you might have taken up art I don't think there's a direct connection between the two to be fair I think it was more something that I just enjoyed doing regardless as a kid you know just sketching drawing whenever I had the chance like my maths books and stuff like that were more 
they had more content on the outside, like on the covers rather than the inside with the actual doing the work. I, I was always like that sort of growing up. Although, who knows, maybe in some, because I guess if I've ever had any issues with this big reveal, I don't know if you want to talk about it on here or wait till it's on telly. I'd be sort of housebound a lot of the time if I ever had any any ongoing issues. And I suppose that just afforded me time to paint and draw and, and what have you. So maybe it did have a bit of a connection, yeah. Husner and I, we just hit it off really, really well straight away. We have a, a similar spiritual path for want of a better connection. Is, is that, am I right in saying that, Husner? Totally. So, because for, for me, I was brought up a Catholic. I wanted to be a priest. Uh, and and Husna, she was brought up Muslim and she has her um, in, in, in that faith. And so we both had adversity within some, and that caused me a few mental health issues. Uh, and that to also to do with how the church looked upon my sexuality and um, and just freedoms of spirit and freedoms of wanting to, to be the people that we are. I think Husner and I perhaps saw something of ourselves in each other. How do you feel about that, Husner? Yeah, it felt exactly the same way. When I was hearing your story, I was like, wait, this is my story, but in a different person, a different spirit. It's so interesting because I don't actually meet that many people going through the same thing. So it was really special. Yeah. And what's interesting is your artwork has some of the like tenor spirals and feelings. Not that I did that much of it in the show, but a lot of my doodles, a lot of my artwork looks like your work too. Yeah, so absolutely. it was really interesting. Yeah. When I've talked with the other artists in the past podcasts, they all say that they, they'd like to continue with these relationships and working together and doing some collaborations and things. And we've already decided to do that. We're doing a tarot card deck together because our styles and those swirly patterns and those things, which I think come from beyond conscious decision of the marks that you make, there's something meditative about the way that we approach our own artwork and those sort of spirals and shapes and those natural designs come from somewhere else, come from somewhere that's not just about representing a body, it's something beyond that, something for want of a better word, it's spiritual. If people draw spirals, it's like they're trying to get into another dimension or to go beyond the surface layers. So even just that drawing of spirals, it's like the start of getting to another place. Did you learn much from being in the show yourself? Because you're now doing a degree, aren't you, David? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a completely new environment, wasn't it, that we were all sort of thrust into. The whole studio environment with cameras and Diana out, you know, like celebrities there as well, like over your shoulder, like, and only having an hour to, to do it. I found it a real challenge, like, and I just want to get my excuses in that the paper they gave me was no good for using pasta. Yeah. I've been trying to get that in as much as possible. So we've had that, we've had that with, with Jilly on a previous episode where um, she was the one who was spraying all the stuff on the canvas and it was yeah. kind of running off the thing. Yeah, so. yeah. So you had to kind of learn quickly, really, didn't you? Because, you know, you'd have an hour which would go by in five minutes. You know, you'd have to try and apply yourself for the next day to, and you'd be like, right, I know how quickly it goes now, but. I don't think it really got any easier. Apart yeah. from the last day when Glenn gave me some of his just plain paper, I found it a lot easier then on that day. Managed to to produce something I was happier with than the, the previous days. There was so many different pressures, which you don't, I didn't realise. I didn't realise how much the pandemic had affected the way that I perceive myself within connection to other people and how tense I was about actually um, interacting with people again. And then I was like, I'm meeting all of these different strangers and I'm supposed to be keeping my distance. And I think out of everybody, I was a bit of a um, 
bit of a pandemic Nazi. I was like, two meters, <laughs> two meters. <laughs> Don't touch me. But I really want to hug you. <laughs> so because it was the cameras, there's Jenny Eclair. And I was a, I'm a massive Jenny Eclair fan. I have been since I was about 20 years old. And I was like, oh, my God, I love you. But I'm going to be calm. And I'm on TV. And, uh, and oh, God, I've got a paint as well. <laughs> so how did we all feel about all of the pressure and you've only got an hour to like I, I'd, us, I'd usually spend an hour just doing a, an initial sketch before mm. I even put any color down do you know what I mean so it was very condensed the whole process and really doesn't you know like portrait artists of the year they get four hours and yeah. that, that seems like a lot more suitable time to produce something half decent like but a lot of people have really produced some amazing stuff from what I've seen so far in the show. And obviously I know that some like you guys did as well. Like, and I think we all had our different strengths. We all brought our own style to the thing, but because for, for me personally, my style, which I brought to the show is a, quite a lot a little quite a bit different to what i would do because i normally like yourself spend a lot of time putting something down so it's not totally representative of who we are as an artist in the whole it gives you a snapshot of each artist in an hour uh, condensed into half an hour so it's really it's an odd odd thing husna how did you find all the pressure you seem to be really calm throughout I'm good at pretending to be calm. I think it's one of my skills. Everyone thinks I'm a calm person. I don't know. I just hide it well. I was like lots going on. But maybe for me, the time restraint was almost a blessing because it forced me to zone in very quickly to get into the zone. So when I was creating, I wasn't thinking about any of the other things that you just mentioned. I was just kind of like, Half of it's like a blur. Like, I don't remember when I did that line or when that happened. And I look back and I'm like, oh, I did that. <laughs> but yeah, almost the time constraint and the focus of it was helped by the whole environment in some there's, way. There's a beautiful shot of you after you finish one of the, one of the paintings. You almost just go, wow, I did that. Yeah. And it's just, it's wonderful because it's like, you, there's this out of body, body thing going on and you're just in your <laughs> space. But Amanda, you'd not spent any time in front of cameras at all. Because I was going to say it to Glenn, because Glenn's done TV shows before. Glenn did come down with me and... and, and you won it, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah, he, he, yeah. yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> and I was really hoping to talk to him about the Gherkins as well. But Amanda, you've not done any TV before. This was your first time in front of cameras. Yeah, this, this is like the first time. It was exciting. I mean, I was literally sapping everything, calling like a sponge. I think one of the issues for me at that set was the fact that the tables that we had with all our equipment on was really small yeah. and, and there was nothing, nowhere to put anything. So I was literally putting brushes and sponges in my mouth. It was like I needed to have a lot more space. I also felt like I needed to have a stool so I could sit down because the balls on my feet were absolutely killing me. When you've got the mic on, and then you come off set and you still got the mic on. And then you're, at, you know, it's like I'm going to the toilet and it's like realising I've got a fart coming. It's like, oh, my God, I've got to literally muffle this thing. Because I had no idea how to switch the bloody microphone off. And I'm thinking, oh, can they actually hear this? And I didn't know whether to go, sorry, like to the camera, just in case they heard. <laughs> oh dear. so it's lots of like funny things and it's like i sit back now and it's like i can i'm literally how i'm laughing at myself like amanda 
what the hell <laughs> but it was good i enjoyed it so yeah i've no regrets about anything Talk, talking about the tables it reminded me i remember on the first day when they were like right you're all ready and i was like i looked and i was like can i move this stuff on this table and they were like oh what, what do you want to move and i was like well i'm not going to use any of that like i'm using pastels and they were like uh right stop like cut they were like yeah does anyone else need to and then everyone just moved Ooh, everything off the table <laughs> that they'd already set up and like we could put our own stuff down <laughs> and we now have entering the room Poundland, you Jackman, give it up for Glenn oh, yeah. Finally, <laughs> finally, we've got like we've got like five minutes left, and Gary is showing up late, stealing the show as ever. Yeah, thanks for coming. <laughs> hey guys, I'm really sorry. Do you know, typical. I've been painting, and I, do you know how time flies past when you when you're busy? You and um, I just looked to the clock; it's at twenty past three. You're like, no. But anyway, really sorry, but I'm here now. So. Well, How are you, you all should, keeping? You should have given yourself an hour. It would have passed really quickly. <laughs> I know, I know. Tell me about it. So I'm going to quickly squeeze a couple of questions in for Glenn because we haven't got that much time left. How was it for you, Not Glenn? guilty. <laughs> How was it? Did you enjoy the, the Draws Off experience? And how did it compare to the other TV shows that you've won? You know, it was absolutely fantastic. Um, first of all, you guys were, were absolutely brilliant. Such a friendly bunch. You know, it, it was it was it was such a pleasure. There's no bitchiness. We're just all friends. We're all on the same page. You know, we just wanted to to go on the on the show and, and come across as being as being a good people. I love doing the art anyway, and and um, I think the concept of this show w- was was really really nice. And I just think it, it, in general, it was just a really nice friendly show. Can't wait to see our episode on starting Monday. It's um, it's going to be fun. So is anybody else really nervous about it, this airing? Because I'm, I'm, I know I'm a bit eccentric and I've seen some of the con- comments that people have already been making on social media. So most of the, the majority have been fantastic, but there's been a couple of little trolls. <laughs> so Expected, isn't it? Oh, hey. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> so uh, how are you feeling about that coming out? So you're, Dave, you're saying it's, it's to be expected. and um... Well, I mean, I, I've been fine up until like, now really because it's starting on monday yeah but you're the coolest person that i you're the coolest artist i might have ever met i mean you you (laughs) bloody rollerblade and everything it's incredible (laughs) yeah unfortunately i didn't get to to show that on the show but (laughs) you're like jesus on rollerblades you can like part the sea and skate along buildings sideways (laughs) husna are you excited or scared i'm nervous Mostly just because it's a little bit controversial for family and friends and people yeah. in my community. And it's already kind of made a bit of a difference of how people are with me. But I'm excited because I feel like I was myself and I wasn't performing and I was doing what I love. And if that's out there and that I think that can only bring good things. And if that if anyone has a problem with it, I don't care that much. <laughs> ah, I love your free spirit. It's excellent. Amanda, you're, I think you might be as scared as I am. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm all smoke and no poke, to be honest. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm slightly bricking it a little bit. <laughs> I'm bricking it a little bit, you know, not going to be everyone's cup of tea, but I hope it's my journey and my experience. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. Oh, I think people are I just hope it comes across that we had a good laugh, you know, because yeah. we did, didn't we? We all got on really well and we all we all enjoyed it. So as long as that sort of comes across, then that was the, the really big unexpected thing from going because you go into the, this as individuals, and I didn't expect to come away with four friends. And I, that was what's been really nice about it. And I do hope yeah. at some at some point in the future that we might actually be able to like to meet up and have, have our own rap party and once we're all vaccinated. 
Yeah, it'd be that wonderful, wouldn't it? Hey, yeah, that'd be wonderful. We could all go for a, a session. Yeah, that'd be so good. Hey, it's nice when we all have the Facebook when, group. When you watch well. the other groups and how their days have progressed and how more relaxed that they're becoming as well, because that's what I found with us. It's like, you know, as the, as the days started off, we were all very quiet. The whole room's quiet. You know, you could hear tumbleweeds flying around everywhere. And, you know, everybody's like etching away. But then as the days got on, we just seemed to be a lot more familiar with each other and a lot more relaxed. So we obviously got used to the surroundings and everything, didn't we? So, yeah, it's all good. At one point, you were, I think it was Amanda said, well, who's that singing? Me? That's, 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 yeah. that's it's something I do sort of very um, subconsciously, really. Um, oh, speaking of singing, I want to get this in before before we kind of close down. Glenn, um, tell us yeah. quick a little bit about your um, gherkin. Tell me about your gherkin and where can we see your gherkin? <laughs> right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, when I'm when I'm not doing my flipping my pancakes or or, or painting, um, I'm a singer and harmonica player with uh, an act called the Gherkins. And um, we travel the country doing festivals and shows. We do weddings. In fact, we get booked for anything that's weird. So, so you know, if there's a, a some type of um, a white witch's ceremony, we'll get booked for that. We'll get booked for weddings, funerals. Um, and the idea is we, we, like yourself, sir, we like our bow ties. We, we wear flamboyant hats and, and um, bright green suits. And we... We, the idea is we've got these head mics and we get along amongst the audience and, and it's basically a massive sing-along. Um, I mean, we're, we're sort of um, coming up with the songs, but we try and get everyone to get involved. And uh, often the case, we, we usually trash the place when we go to a, a, a pub or, a, you know, a, a local gig. There's platter balloons, there's poppers, there's silly string all over the place. Everyone has an has a absolutely great time, but the landlord, he always looks as if to say, you know, crikey, you made a right mess of my place here. But it, but he always books us again because he knows we fill the place out. So in 2016, we um, we got asked to audition for All Together Now with Ginger Spice and, um, and uh, Rob Beckett, the comedian. Yes. Jerry, Jerry Halliwell, of course, yes. And, and um, we, we, were, we actually got on the show and it was a really good experience. But it wasn't like the, I'm going to call it calm, um, the show that we did. We had to walk through this sort of 200 metre corridor with all these lights beaming down. And you get into this main stage and it's just, you know, hundreds of people. And then there was like 100 judges stood in front of you, all about to judge you for singing a song. But I was going to say, I'd much rather judge you on your, okay. your ability to cook. So I'd rather, <laughs> I, want, I want to see the Come Down With Me episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, they do get repeated every now and again. But that, certainly, again, that was a, a, a wonderful experience. It, you know, it's just, everything's the same when it's TV. It's all under pressure, isn't it? So, you know, the problem with me, I start stuttering when I'm nervous and I start getting my words back to front and saying the wrong thing. So uh, talking about being anxious about Monday's event, I'm just, the only thing I'm concerned about is coming across as a, a nincompoop. You know, they're asking me questions and I'm getting my words mixed up. And, I want to get plugs in for everybody's social media things so if people want bad. to get in touch and to sell your artwork and all that sort of stuff. So I'm going to start with Husna. Husna, where can people get in touch with you via social media? Instagram would probably be the best place. My and what's, what's your Instagram handle? Is Husna Henna. H-U-S-N-A-H-E-N-N-A on Instagram. And Amanda, do you want do you want the general public to be able to see your work? <laughs> and if so, where? 
um, on Facebook. So it's Volante Art. And also I'm on Twitter as well as Amanda Volante. Very original. Um, yeah, that's probably about it. And David? Dave? Dive. Um, my no. Instagram handle is DS underscore Pastelworks. And I'm on Facebook as David Tommy Dean. David Tommy how come and see seriously he's a roller skater and he's called David Tommy Dean how cool is that he's like the coolest <laughs> artist that I've ever met and Glenn where can where, where can people find you and your work it's www.glendavison.co.uk uh, his website and then Facebook is Glenn Davison Art excellent excellent well it's so lovely to see you all again and I've yeah. missed you I really have great mate <laughs> Shame it has to be so short, eh? But it's been lovely to see you all too. I've, yes. I've, I have heard Did that somewhere that. before, but then that date ended very badly. <laughs> oh, that's what he said. <laughs> Excellent. Well, namaste, everybody, and uh, lots of love and and hugs. Lots of hugs. Let's all get inoculated and jabbed and so we can all meet each other. And I might even have a drink if we do get to. It's been a long time since I've had one, and we didn't have one, but... I should have one for a celebration. So, It'd be a great occasion, mate. Thank you very much. And thank get you. your drawers off. Bye. 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 <laughs> Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Lots of love. Thank you. Bye. And that is a wrap. The end of the Draws Off series. Thank you very much for listening to the Stu Simpson Show. If you want to find out more about me, go to www.stuesimpson.co.uk where you can also sign up for my Patreon where you'll get exclusive access to other podcasts and maybe some paintings and drawings that other people can't get their grubby little hands on. Thank you very much for listening. You're wonderful. And come back soon. We're going to have another podcast maybe by the end of this week. Who knows? Something very, very special is just around the corner. It always is. Take care. Look out for the trees. The gorillas will get you. And don't mind those armadillos.